day and thank you for listening to In Your Business. And I am your host, Victor Young, the Daily Life Coach. And today's episode is called, What's the Difference Between a Hustler and a Grinder? That's right. What's the difference between a hustler and a grinder? We, we always hear about that all the time. But before we get down to business, I'd like to thank today's sponsor. Today's episode is brought to you by Morgan Auto Group. When you make it Morgan, we make it happen. Morgan Auto Group, with over 23 rooftops across the United States. Visit morganautogroup.com for more information. Okay, people, let me chat you up. We're going to talk about hustlers and grinders today. We all hear these terms every day on social media. I'm getting my hustle on. I'm getting my grind on. I'm a hustler, baby. I just want you to know I'm a grinder. I'm a hustler. I'm a grinder. I'm not sure if most people are even aware there's a difference between these two. There's a very, very unique difference between someone who's trying to get their hustle on and someone who's on the grind. So let's talk about it. But before I give you my definition, let's start by going to the Urban Dictionary for a reference point. Since both these terms were born on the side street and not necessarily Main Street or Wall Street. So make sure when you go to the Urban Dictionary, don't look at definition number one when you look up grinder. It's not the one you want to talk about with your coworkers, just so you know. So we're going to go to definition number two in the Urban Dictionary. So grind defined is when an individual pushes himself or herself to attain a goal or perform at a consistently high level. At a consistently high level. Hmm. A couple words that I pull out of this is, is, is consistently and high. Not as in high, like as in high, high, but as in high performance and consistent as in every day being able to go get it in. Now let's go over to hustle. And hustle defined in the Urban Dictionary is to make money by any means necessary, including shady practices. All right, so I, I, don't, I don't know about this whole shady practices thing, but I do agree with this. Someone who's on the hustle is ready to make money by any means necessary. And don't get me wrong, this is not a morality session, but simply a discussion about the choice between being a hustler or a grinder. Do you get your grind on or do you get your hustle on? Let's talk about it. Let's find out which one you are and what the difference is. Okay, we've talked about the definition in the Urban Dictionary. Now let's talk about the Victor Young definition and what I see as a hustler. Hustler. A hustler, baby. For you that you know, like to use the A instead of the E-R. A hustler versus a hustler. That's, another t- that's a whole other podcast. But anyway, my definition of a hustler or someone who gets their hustle on is someone without a long-term plan. Most hustlers are great at capitalizing on the moment but aren't good at growing an enterprise, a business, a startup. Hustlers are temporary in nature and lack the ability to maintain or create new tech or build a legacy. Now, don't get me wrong. If you want somebody to make you some money like now, you call someone who can hustle because they will find it. They will make it really quick. They'll knock on doors. They'll trim a tree. They'll they'll do whatever they got to do. They'll be a contractor. They'll go to another country and rescue somebody, whatever it takes. Someone who's ready to get their hustle on, if the price tag fits, if it resolves an immediate problem, opportunity, concern, a need, a hustler will get it done for you. 
Don't get me wrong. I'm not knocking a hustler or a grinder. Because frankly, I had to get my hustle on when I had to go out there and figure out what I wanted to be when I grew up. So I got my hustle on. I just tried all kind of different things. And that's cool. Let's talk about let's talk about the second. Let's talk about when someone has the power to grind on the other hand. When someone has that power, that ability to shift from a hustle to be able to look past that immediate thing they're in, that immediate thing they're doing right now, and they're able to see 360 degrees around it to see all the opportunity they can capture, develop, create, maximize while they're on their hustle. Now you're starting to get into that grind. Grinders possess the ability to endure past their competition, their haters, etc., etc. They are like horsepower in a muscle car. So I guess that would kind of make hustlers the torque of the engine. All right, so this is for all you gearheads out there, and maybe even a few people who aren't gearheads. This is the difference between horsepower and torque. I'll break it down for you. Torque is that initial kick of energy the engine produces to get the car moving from a dead stop. When you're sitting in the light and you need this, this, you just need that punch to get the car off the line and get it moving, that's torque. The engine's designed to create a couple different types of energy. So that torque, that torque is that hustle. It gets you out of bed, it gets you off the line, it gets you moving. However, you're not going to win a lot of races with torque because torque is not the endurance part of the power. Once the power curve of torque starts to decline, starts to fall off, that's normally when your horsepower kicks in. So, so all of a sudden, stay with me, that torque or that hustle is what gets you off the line and gets you moving. But your ability to grind and create horsepower, horsepower is what creates that acceleration. That's what gives you the ability to maintain speed and high rates of speed for long periods of time is that horsepower. So yeah, I think that's a good comparison. I think torque is like the hustle. Getting your grind on is like producing horsepower. Your ability to maintain over long periods of time and produce power. So let's talk about this a little bit more. When it, When is the right time to shift from being a hustler to a grinder? You know, while you're getting your hustle on, sometimes you sometimes you have to do both. You have to get your hustle on while you work on getting your grind on. Your hustle might be doing something that you're just good at, but maybe you don't necessarily love it. Maybe it's not the thing that you just want to do the rest of your life. And that's cool because you've got to pay rent and you got to eat. So it makes sense. Get your hustle on. But at the same time, you got to find your grind. Man, that just rhymed. How brilliant. Anyway, so while you're searching for your grind, you normally will find your grind in the midst of your hustle. Because hustlers are very good at being aware of their surroundings. So while you're listening to all the things that people do while you're out getting your hustle on, how they made their money, what they talk about in the future, if your spidey senses are actually on, and you're aware of your surroundings, that's one of the first phases, that awareness while you're on your hustle. That's when you start to realize how you can expand your hustle into a grind. Let's pick something. Let's pick a subject. Let's pick an industry. Let's think about it for a second. All right. I'm an IT dude getting my hustle on. I'm fixing computers because we all know friends that just don't know anything about their computer. Locks up, gets a virus, screen breaks on their iPhone, whatever it is you do. You're just getting your hustle on in the whole computer world. Building websites. You're just getting your hustle on. Doing what you got to do. Doing a little app work here and there. Next thing you know, while you're out there building websites and fixing computers and firewalls and doing some basic stuff, you start to see a need. You start to see 
an industry that has a need for something that you can do, that you can deliver on. Maybe you find an app that's able to do something revolutionary. Maybe there's a process or a business that's born that you see a need for. All right, I'll give an example. Because I know you like examples. My listeners love examples. So maybe all these people that you know who are having computer problems and everyone talks about you, how you get your hustle on, how you work fairly inexpensive, but you do a great job fixing Apple computers. And a lot of people don't want to go to the Apple store because you got to make that appointment. You got to hang out and wait. And, you know, six days later you walk in and you got your appointment. And if you miss it by five or 10 minutes, you're out. They don't play around at Apple. It's like DMV. They don't play the radio. Only MP3s at Apple. Just little Apple humor. Anyway, so you find this individual and she can fix any Apple product. She can replace screens on iPads and iPods and fix hard drive crashes and upload, download, clean, you name it, she can do it on an Apple. And all of a sudden she starts to realize there's such a huge community of people who are out of warranty, who want their device fixed, repaired, clean, upgraded, updated, whatever it is. And she builds herself a little website, social media presence, and starts advertising it. Next thing you know, she's got a storefront. Next thing you know, that storefront is very successful. She starts generating cash flow and buys herself some equipment and she hires another technician. Next thing you know, the business grows again and she buys herself a little warehouse off the grid where she can buy and sell Apple equipment and clean it up and store it and ship it around the country and refurbish it. Next thing you know, she's got a full-on Apple repair center. People are shipping her products. She's reselling she's servicing she's doing everything providing parts has a great accessory contact that she picked up in another country and imports other apple products and and she's building networks and mainframes for companies and businesses and look what happened her grind is now paying her six figures maybe seven figures she's got multiple employees locations she's buying locations and servicing real estate debt creating some ancillary wealth with real estate. So her cash-flowing Apple Venture Repair Center is actually now becoming an engine to pay for the real estate that she's purchased, her storefronts, her warehouse. And the deeper she goes into that world, she starts developing more applications, more resolutions, etc., etc. She just went from a hustler who just hustled up some money, fixing a computer here and there, setting up a mainframe, Syncing, uploading firmware, just doing home repairs to bricks and mortar, to bricks and mortar with online, shipping, receiving, accessory sales, online stores. She just grew this hustle into a full-on grind every single day, making it happen, built an enterprise, and found success. There's a lot of different ways to do that. There's a lot of different ways to grow from just being a hustler to a grinder. We won't talk about what's after the grind because there's something amazing that happens after the grind is successful. We're going to stick with hustling and grinding today. How do I go from someone who is just known and perceived as that man or woman who just hustles? People are like, yeah, she knows how to make a buck. Yeah, he knows how to go out and make a buck or two. But you just can't quite get the respect from the individuals who know you as that hustler. That's when the adventurous part has to kick in. That's when you have to be able to think and believe past your hustle and being able to allocate and dedicate enough time with people and places 
who take you out of your comfort zone. Fresh places, fresh faces, fresh ideas, lots of research. That's when that grind kicks in. See, a hustler normally goes out. They can hustle up some cash. They can retire some debt, take care of some immediate needs, eat, pay some bills, and they chill. They have a little fun, hang out for a while, their back's against the wall, boom. They go out and hustle up some cash because that's what they do. Hustlers can always go hustle up some cash. But that grinder is like a mad scientist. They're always in their laboratory creating, testing, challenging, improving all the time. Just making it better, faster, more efficient, more productive, more profitable. They're always just continually improving upon what they have. Continuous improvement is part of the grinder's creed. Are you, are you starting to see this? Is it starting to come in focus? So I want you to be able to look in the mirror and say, am I a hustler or am I a grinder? And for all you people who graduated past the grind, don't say anything. I don't want you to ruin it for the people who are hustling and grinding. Don't ruin it for them. Because there is the next evolution after you've become a master of getting your grind on. That next level is a beautiful thing. Because one of the common characteristics of hustling and grinding is this. When you're on your hustle and you're on your grind, you're getting paid for what you know how to do. You're getting paid for physically being involved on a day-to-day basis. You're like the operating officer. You're like the president. You're like the person a VP, a director, you're like, you're like the person who gets it done. Your hands are on it. Your, your mind's around it. You're planning with it. You're, you're just developing people. You're developing products. You're, you're getting paid for what you do. Okay. I'll give you a little bit because I just love to share information. The next level when you start moving past the grind is when you get paid for what you know and who you know. Think about it. When you move beyond the grind, you get paid for what you know and who you know. So you want to know, how can I possibly get paid for not really doing anything, but I get paid for what I know and who I know? Here's how that happens. When you get paid for what you do, it's normally someone who understands the significance and the value of what you do. Whatever that hustle, that grind is, there's someone out there has a need for what you can do. But when you really become a master at what your grind is and you've just gone to that next level, people will pay you for what you know. And here's why. You may know something proprietary that no one else knows or just very few people, a very small sample size of the individuals in the industry or that have been discovered or that are on the grid No, you're one of those people and what you know is extremely valuable. And when you know the right people who understand what you know, who see the value, they will pay you for it. They will pay you to train, to share, to create or develop this thing that you do. That's so powerful that you've discovered while you were on your grind. See, I know an individual who is very, very wise. He discovered one of the keys to not just operating a successful business, but to continually replicate and build, grow, and open other satellites, franchises, 
all over the country that can all share enough commonalities that he could just rubber stamp these puppies out. He's got a playbook. He teaches people his playbook. He puts them in place. They come in as operators, as partners, and they work really hard for him because they're vested. They got skin in the game. And he goes and he does it again. And he does it again. And he does it again. He's not the guy who physically is at the cash register or building or designing or painting or fixing or talking to the client every single day. He's been there, done that. He's hustled. He got his grind on. And then all of a sudden he broke through the clouds one day and realized all the common characteristics that would allow him to replicate what he does at a large scale in multiple markets, states, countries, cities. When your knowledge and your skill set get to that level, that allows you to do something with tremendous velocity and reach and frequency and scope geographically. That means in a lot of different places. That's when you start to get paid for what you know and not just what you do. Another example of a very wise individual who was paid for what they know, not what they necessarily did, is Tony Dungy. Tony Dungy was a player, very smart player. And he was able to take his understanding of the game and of men, of players, and become a coach. So when you take an individual who's a leader on the field, who is very wise and understands and knows their game, their industry, and they're able to go out and recruit and retain and lead men and women to do just what they do and make them successful and create other leaders, other executives, other business owners, other salespeople, other wealthy people, whatever it is, when they're able to attract, employ, retain, and develop individuals based upon what they know, Tony Dungy was able to have his mind all over the football field. He was able to have other office of coordinators, defensive coordinators, other individuals that he was able to tell them what he knows. And not only what he knows, but how to harness the power of that wisdom and knowledge of his life's experiences and trainings and teachings, successes and failures. He was able to harness all that and deliver it to individuals in a way that made them want to be better, made them want to execute it, made them commit. And that's the difference between a hustler, a grinder, and that leader. That person who goes to the next level above their grind, they're actually replicating themselves and retaining these individuals in their inner circle, in their inner court. They're building other people around them, next to them, above them, beneath them, that all pay the mothership back. Sometimes this is not a plan. This is not a, if I do this, they'll do that. Sometimes it just happens. Those individuals are normally very selfless, not selfish. They normally naturally, organically just want to make everyone else better around them to the point where all of a sudden they break through the clouds and they're no longer on the grind because there's so many individuals they've invested in and trained that they say, don't worry about it. I'll take care of this. You go think of something else for us to do, develop, perfect, sell, whatever it may be. They start to create that margin for you to go out and do bigger, better, more, and help more people. These are characteristics you normally don't find from someone who's on the hustle. When someone's out there hustling, 
They're just trying to get them. I had a friend I grew up with back in Tampa, Florida. His name was Mike Roberts. We called him T.Y. And he had, a, he had an old saying back in the day. His saying was, I'm a get me me. Hold on a second. Let me repeat that. Southerners, they, they understood what I just said. New Yorkers, Europeans, my friends out in Dubai, they're like, what does that mean? I'm a get me me. That is not a foreign language. That is English. It's a form of English, I guess. And what he was saying, Mr. Michael Roberts, hey, if you're listening, T.Y., say hello to the fam for me. He was saying, I'm going to get me me. I'm going to get me. I'm worried about me. I'm going to make sure I got mine. That's, that's a hustler's creed. Hustlers normally, they take care of themselves. They may have a few people around them on the hustle that are part of their crew. But when someone's on that grind, they don't care who else succeeds. They're driven. They've got a plan. They're going to that next level. They're a little bit more targeted, focused. They're more selfless. And then, again, when they break through the clouds... That's when we see the women and the men become executives and world leaders and creators of new technology, of churches, institutions. They develop missions and schools, and they do amazing things because that grind is paying them back. The people they built, developed, met along the way are stepping up for them, standing up for them so they can go to that next level. Normally when you're on the hustle, you just don't get that type of loyalty. I'm sorry, you just don't. Most people on the hustle, they're trying to get them. They're trying to do the old, I'm a get me me. So I want you to start thinking about this. How can you move from just getting your hustle on to finding your grind, finding that thing you're passionate about that you're good at that can help grow you and all the people closest to you or all the people who are attracted to you professionally, that is. How do you do it? doesn't matter what you do. doesn't matter if you're a barber. doesn't matter if you have a salon. doesn't matter if you have a tech company, an advertising agency. It doesn't matter. A car dealership, a law firm, a medical practice. It doesn't matter. There's evolutions and new tech and new ways to deliver services, telemedicine. There's so many different ways to find your grind, to break through, and then go to that next level where you're able to really become a world changer. But before we can change the world, the first thing we have to do is change ourselves. And frankly, I'm still working on it. And as I continually work to change myself, I'm going to continually tell you my stories and my experiences on how I've been able to do it. That's all we have today. Hope you enjoyed What's the Difference Between a Hustler and a Grinder. Share this with friends, coworkers, relatives, enemies. Doesn't matter. Share my podcast with any and everyone you possibly think of that you can share it with. And also remember this. You can subscribe to In Your Business with the Daily Life Coach at thedailylifecoach.com or you can follow at the Victor Young on Snapchat, Instagram, and Twitter. And remember, live fearless, my friends. Mm-hmm.